48K News. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Robert Kemp. Tonight's headlines. Suspect in an attempted rape case appears in court. Strong wind signal number three is in force, but a high signal is not expected. And the head of the local American Chamber of Commerce expresses concern about the rule of law and the internet in Hong Kong. A man has appeared in court charged with attempted rape in a case which reportedly led police to bust three top government officials for flouting public gathering rules. Jimmy Choi reports. Chen Fan is accused of trying to rape a woman in a flat in Happy Valley on the night of March the 2nd this year, his defence lawyer told the media at Eastern Court. That same evening, the heads of Immigration and Customs, Ao Kao Wang and Hermes Tang, and Undersecretary for Security Sonny Ao attended an expensive hot pot at a private club in Wan Chai, along with several others. Police say it was during the investigation into the attempted rape allegation that they found out about the dinner, which had breached gathering restrictions imposed amid the pandemic, and those present at the hot pot were later given $5,000 fines. The authorities have stressed that the three government officials are not linked to the alleged attempted rape case. They have also denied that the expensive meal, which they say was paid for by a host who hasn't been named, broke civil service rules on hospitality. Eastern Court adjourned Mr Chan's case to July the 30th and he was released on bail. As he left court, he didn't respond to reporters' questions, including whether he is the senior executive of property giant Evergrande Group, who reportedly attended a hot pot gathering. The observatory says the strong wind signal number three will be in force for some time, but chances of the number eight signal are not high. Tropical storm Sempaka is moving north slowly towards western Guangdong. The observatory says unless Sampaka intensifies significantly or moves closer to us, the possibility of gale force winds here is not high. Still, senior scientific officer Tong Yufai says the weather will remain unsettled. The rain spell associated with Sampaka will continue to affect Hong Kong and bring occasional heavy showers and squalls to the territory tonight and tomorrow. At 4 p.m., more than 50 millimeters of rainfalls were recorded generally over Hong Kong and rainfall even exceeds 100 millimeters over parts of the territory. The weather in Hong Kong is like this. Fresh to strong east to southeasterly winds, occasional gale on high ground. Seas will be rough with swells. It will be cloudy with occasional showers and squalls. Showers will be heavy at times with thunderstorms. The head of the American Chamber of Commerce here says any sign that Hong Kong's rule of law is being eroded would be a cause for concern. Tara Joseph was speaking to the Associated Press after the US issued a rare advisory for its businesses in the territory, warning that there was a growing risk to operating here. Right now, rule of law is what makes businesses really tick here in an international environment. Commercial law at this point seems very sound, and that's very important to the business community. But any signs of that being unwound or any real changes taking place there could cause a lot of concern. The other issue is free flow of information and free flow of data. Um, that's a great concern that people will self sensor uh, and that in an international business center that's very uh, well respected in terms of financial services. In a separate interview on Bloomberg Television, Ms. Joseph said American businesses here feared mainland internet curbs and wanted Hong Kong authorities to commit to the free flow of information. Residential building in Shen Wan has been placed under overnight lockdown over a preliminary positive COVID-19 case. 
Residents of Centrepoint on Staunton Street are required to undergo compulsory testing. Health authorities said a 27-year-old man who arrived from the United States yesterday tested preliminary positive for the L452R mutation. He had lived at Centrepoint for about a week before he left for the US on July the 4th. Earlier, health authorities have reported no new COVID-19 infections for the SAR. Singapore police say they will charge a 16-year-old high school student for the murder of a 13-year-old boy. The boy's body was found in a school bathroom along with an axe. Police said they would also seek a court order to remand the suspect for psychiatric assessment. Investigations are continuing into the motive. Police said there was no indication that the two knew each other. You're tuned to RTHK. The time is just coming up to five minutes past 11. Secondary school principals have urged the chief executive to listen to the people and find out why so many teachers are moving out of Hong Kong. As Timmy Sung reports, they're worried about a brain drain and that this will affect the quality of education here. In an open letter, the Hong Kong Association of the Heads of Secondary Schools told Carrie Lam that a number of schools are losing talents, especially experienced teachers and those in the middle management. As a result, some subjects were forced to be cut. In the letter outlining the recommendations to the policy address, the head teachers called on Mrs. Lam to formulate appropriate policies to salvage their confidence. The association also expressed concerns that a number of students are emigrating as well, saying the impact on the city in the long run will be immeasurable. It said the government must take steps to ensure students will be willing to stay in the local education system to learn and grow. Without giving specific examples, the association also said the Education Bureau must stand up for educators when the sector is subject to groundless smearing and attacks as a wanton smear would hurt their morale and it would also seriously affect the nurture of talents and the development of society as a whole. Respiratory medicine specialist has warned that even if Hong Kong reaches a 70% vaccination rate, it may no longer be good enough to provide herd immunity in light of the emergence of more contagious COVID-19 variants. Violet Wong reports. Dr. Leung Chi Chiu said COVID jabs are less effective against some mutant strains, but he said people, especially the vulnerable groups, should still get inoculated because the vaccines are effective in reducing symptoms. Most vaccines, including nucleic acid, viral factor, and inactivated vaccines, seem to be much less effective in preventing infection, but they still offer good protection against severe illness, he said. Dr. Leung told the radio program that Hong Kong might reach the 70% take-up target by the end of September if the current momentum continues, but noted only slightly over 10% of those aged 70 or above have been vaccinated, as opposed to more than 50% among people aged between 30 and 60. He said the slow vaccine take-up among the elderly will hinder the city's vaccination drive, and small outbreaks in care homes or hospitals might also be possible. Meanwhile, Joseph Zhang, an infectious disease expert from the Medical Association, said the government could look into offering outreach vaccination services for the elderly. He told another radio program that authorities may also consider extending operations at community vaccination centres beyond September, now that more people are making appointments. 
A product designer has been jailed for three years and nine months for rioting in Hong Hom in 2019. The violence came as hundreds of protesters were surrounded by police at the nearby Polytechnic University. Timmy Sung reports. Loi Shekhang, who is 31, was arrested in Wuhu Street while he was wearing protective gear and carrying 100 cable ties and 26 marbles. He had denied the rioting charge, telling the court that the marbles were toys for his cat and that cable ties were just for fastening wire nets across windows at his home to protect his pet. But the PolyU graduate's testimony was rejected by the court and he was convicted of rioting and possessing instruments fit for unlawful purposes. Passing sentence, District Court Judge Frankie Yu noted that the defendant had been described as a good son to his parents, hardworking and diligent. But the judge said the three-hour riot involving about 100 protesters was large-scale and threatening, noting that bricks were scattered on the road and petrol bombs were also thrown. He said there was no evidence to suggest that Lo had played a leading role in the event and no serious injuries occurred. So the starting point of his sentence for rioting was set at four years behind bars. Three months were deducted from this after the judge took into consideration the defendant's background and other factors. Lo was also given a three-month prison term over the possession of instruments fit for unlawful purposes, with the sentences to be served concurrently. As Lloyd was being escorted away from the courtroom, people sitting in the public gallery shouted, Hang in there! Member of Beijing's top think tank on Hong Kong says state leaders want the SCR government to communicate more with the public and do more to address housing issues here. Francis Sit reports. Henry Ho, a council member of the Chinese Association of Hong Kong and Macau Studies, was commenting on a speech made by Xia Baolong, the head of the state council's Hong Kong and Macau Affairs Office, last Friday. The top Beijing official on SAR Affairs has said he hopes housing issues in Hong Kong would see great improvements and the city would bid farewell to cage homes and subdivided houses by 2049. Speaking on an RTHK program, Mr. Ho said the speech is a clear indication that the central government cares a lot about livelihood masses in the SAR and is quite concerned about the housing shortage here. President Xi Jinping has announced to the world that China has eradicated extreme poverty. Hong Kong is an international metropolis. Should we really wait till 2049 for us to say goodbye to subdivided flats? He asked. The think tank member added that Mr. Shah also reminded SAR authorities to communicate more with the people by saying that the Hong Kong government needs to do work that can be seen and felt by the public. Mr. Ho noted that unlike Beijing liaison office staff, SAR officials hadn't made a lot of district visits. Speaking on the same show, Tan Po Shan from the subdivided flats concerning platform believes that the Hong Kong government will now have to work harder to address housing issues after getting reminders from Beijing officials. The government has on many occasions insisted that subdivided flats are here to serve a purpose. Of course, if we outlaw 100,000 subdivided flats in one go, there will be problems about where people should live and whether there are enough rehousing policies. We understand that, Mr. Tang said, adding that past administrations had never set a target or a timetable to tackle the problem. The United States has accused China of hacking Microsoft Exchange email server software that compromised tens of thousands of computers around the world earlier this year. 
An American official says Washington has confronted senior Chinese officials and that the White House believes its multi-nation public shaming campaign sent an important message. Mainland officials have previously said China is also a victim of hacking and opposes all forms of cyber attacks. The British government has defended its decision to go ahead with lifting COVID restrictions in England, despite a sharp rise in infections. The vaccines minister, Nadeem Zahawi, said it was the right thing to do. Prime Minister Boris Johnson said the vaccine programme had severely weakened the link between infection, serious illness and death. But the leader of the opposition Labour Party, Keir Starmer, accused Mr Johnson of unleashing a free-for-all. His character causes chaos. His leadership causes mayhem. Labour does not support the government's plan. Lifting all restrictions in one go is reckless. We're heading now for an NHS summer crisis. Politicians in Germany have spoken of catastrophic shortcomings in a flood warning system that failed to avert the deaths of about 160 people last week. Officials insist the system worked properly, but politicians said there should have been more warnings on television, radio and social media. They said too few people had downloaded a mobile phone app that sent out flood alerts visiting one of the stricken areas in North Rhine-Westphalia. Germany's Interior Minister Horst Seehofer said the disaster response was best coordinated at a local level. It would be completely inconceivable for such a catastrophe to be managed centrally from any one place. You need local knowledge and mentalities. It goes without saying that we offer federal government support with the armed forces, the technical emergency service and the federal police. A corruption trial of South Africa's former president, Jacob Zuma, has resumed at the Peter Maritzburg High Court. He was imprisoned early this month for contempt of court in connection with a separate corruption inquiry, sparking violence and widespread looting in two provinces. Mr Zuma has already pleaded not guilty to 16 charges of fraud and racketeering relating to an arms deal in the 90s. Sport and a third athlete at the Olympic Village in Tokyo, beach volleyball player from the Czech Republic, has tested positive for COVID-19. Two South African men's football players were infected earlier. David Noatain is a coach of the team. We thought uh, we are over the COVID challenges and uh, in the village we should be more secure. But as it turns out now, you can't even imagine where they get it from. And you start to, to, to look back and trace back. We've been in a bubble. Even coming into the airport here, everyone was negative and cleared to enter Tokyo and the village. So, you know, that's COVID for you. And our top story tonight, a suspect in attempted rape case appears in court and strong wind signal number three is in force, but a higher signal is not expected. And now the weather, fresh to strong east to south easterly winds, occasional gales on high grounds. Temperatures can be 27 degrees, humidity 90%. New Smart HK.
request from Phil B E L O, the track from the album Balance of Power. And by the way, it was their last top 40 hit single in the US, that particular track calling America. Some people also suggested it might have been an answer to Telephone Line, which the song was uh, from ELO from about 20 years before. But a great choice. Thanks very much for that, for Phil B. Anybody else want to have a go? As you know, it's Radio Pete at Gmail into our second hour fairly easy going music for a Monday evening as we go next to a song from Noah smile without a reason why love as if you were a child smile no matter what they tell you don't listen to a word they say beautiful that way Tears A tidal wave of tears Light That slowly disappears Wait Before you close the curtain There's still another game to play And life is beautiful that way 